The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. Hey, what do you do when you get two guys? One from Massachusetts, one from New York, talking sports with you right here on a Tuesday. Yes, it's time again for WTBR Sports Talk right here exclusively on 89.7 FM, WTBR FM Pittsfield. And Robbie Zucker with you. Sit back, relax for the next hour as we preview a nice sports talk party on a Tuesday. Let's go. Than ever. <laughs> All right. All you gotta do is move. Every time you steal that groove, it ain't nothing but a party. 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 Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk, right here exclusively on 89.7 FM WTBR. A little late today, Robbie Zucker. We had a, actually had a fire in the back of the building, and so we had about four or five trucks coming in. So uh, I got to hang out with the WTBR hierarchy today and uh, stand outside with Sean and, and David and, and Matt and uh, everybody out there and Jody and, uh, and Jeff. So uh, if I forgot anybody, <laughs> forgive me. So I think I got everybody included. Anyway, Robbie Zucker with you here on 89.7 FM as usual on our Tuesday slot. A little bit late, so it's nice to be with everybody. It's a little bit eh, not too bad outside. It's going to be in the 60s today, so I'm happy that uh, the weather's getting warm next week into the 70s. So hopefully we'll hear from Ralph Romeo. We'll also hear from Sean Cronin, who's down south for one more week. Probably developed a southern accent. Anyway, 413-445-5943, the number to call. Today on WTBR Sports Talk, so hopefully we'll hear from Sean a little bit, and uh, then we'll be able to uh, get him on the air and uh, talk about a few things. A lot of things going on this weekend. Hope everybody had a good one. Uh, I have to start with Lake. Man, there's so many things going on. I'm so pumped tonight for the Rangers game, and uh, we'll talk about NHL playoffs. We'll talk about the Bruins last night and their failures against Carolina. Uh, We'll discuss the Red Sox and their woes. The Yankees playing great baseball right now, surprisingly on a 10-game winning streak. No surprise that they beat the bad teams, but last night they come up against uh, Toronto and uh, win 3-2 to two on a nice uh, single there by Glaber Torres. And we got somebody on the air, and it's probably Sean, so let's say hello. Good morning, sir. You're on the air. Hello. Your favorite Red Sox fan. How we doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. What's going on? Nice to hear from you. Yeah, we had a little uh, fire in the building, so at about three minutes up, Sean's like, Rob, get out of the building. I'm like, okay. I'm like, wait a second. I left my wallet in there, my keys in there, my phone in there. Okay. Everybody's going to know that I'm around. So anyway, how you doing, man? You ready to come home, or what's going on? Yeah, I'll be back. We're leaving on uh, Thursday. Be back on Saturday. Wonderful. Okay, so uh, so so let's let's talk about the let's talk about the Celtics, I guess first. Do you want to talk about the Red Sox? I mean, we could talk about anything you want. The Bruins, the Red Sox, um, basketball. Celtics, the, Celtics, the Celtics got beat at their own game on uh, what was it two days ago? Defense. I mean, they were just absolutely smothered by you know Giannis and 
it's just that they, they, the physicality that Milwaukee displayed, the Celtics are going to have to come back and play that same game. Well, you got two guys right there. You know, you got you got Lopez and you got Giannis going inside. And the thing is, Giannis was able about fifty-five of eighty-seven points was actually Giannis kicking out shots and uh, Milwaukee making threes out there. They have a tough time with Milwaukee. Let's be honest. And Middleton didn't even play. You know, and so uh, but everybody forgets about they have other other players that can actually beat you. You know. I mean, yeah, um, uh, Middleton's going to be out the entire series, which I thought was advantage Celtics, but we'll see. It was a very hard game to watch. You know, it just, I don't know. I mean, and, and you know, it seemed like Tatum tried to do too much. That they didn't, the, the Celtics didn't distribute the ball at all. They missed a lot of easy shots to open shots. They've got to be able to penetrate. The problem is, is that, you know, Giannis is so big when they put Lopez in there. Now what do you do? That's why guys like Robert Williams and, and you know, and Al Hawford, they've got to contribute, you know, and the other Williams, the two Williams guys have got to contribute down low. They do. And I, I think, too, just missing, I think that I think between uh, JB and, and Tatum, they went 10 for 31 as far as shots go. That's not good. You can't have that shot. You know what I mean? So We'll see what happens tonight. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I just think that, you know, and some good comments, you know, by, by, by Coach Aduko at the, you know, at the end of the game. I mean, a lot of things that he was talking about. Um, just a few different things. I mean, you know, playing, distributing the ball, passing the ball better, getting easier shots. Um, Tatum, t- Tatum at 26.6 rebounds. So, yeah, 10 for 31 from the field. So, you know, that's the thing. And like I said, when Brooke is playing with, with Giannis, it's tough to get that double team going inside and try to score points and so forth. But, uh, you know, that's the thing. Coach Adaka said they have to protect the paint, shoot, you know, shoot threes better, less turnovers. They got, uh, Milwaukee got 27 points off of 18 turnovers. So got to stop turning over the ball. That's one thing. So, yeah, we'll see what happens tonight. But uh, anyway, uh, got to ask you about your Red Sox, man. What's the story? What's going on with the Red Sox? We see, obviously, they're not hitting right now. You got three guys hitting. The rest of the team's not hitting. 40-year-old Robinson Cano, I guess he's 39, almost 40. Do you think they're going to pick him up and give him a bat in Boston, Robinson <laughs> Cano? You know, I felt like talking to our good buddy Ralph Romeo and saying, if the Red Sox sign Robinson Cano, I'm turning in all my Red Sox gear and becoming a Mets fan. <laughs> please, please, please stay the hell away from Robinson Cano. I, we don't need I, well, another. We don't need another guy in the lineup hitting 195. Right, exactly. He's in 195. I, are you shocked? Yeah. Are you shocked that like the averages of Kiki Hernandez? Are you shocked that these guys are not hitting the way they're supposed to be hitting? Are you sho- I'm not shocked at the pitching. I'm not shocked that the pitching uh, depth is lousy because it is. So and I'm not, the pitching I'm not, has it. The, pit, the pitching it's okay. really hasn't been it's, okay. It's been Evaldi, okay. Evaldi's been great. Yeah, he's great. Even forty, even forty-year-old Rich Hill, his ERA's three seventy. He's been fine. Okay. You know the, the bullpen for the most part has been. You know it's been it's been better than advertised. It's just. It's, I mean, you got Trevor Story hitting two twenty. Hasn't hit a home run yet. He had a, a messed up spring training because you know he he had to leave for the birth of his kid and then he gets food poisoning and misses a series so right, right. you know he's going i i think he's going to get going eventually uh Christian Vasquez is hitting what 212 i mean you know yeah i know i looked at the averages he made a horrible mistake base running the other day where he was on second base, a sharp liner to left field. He should have scored. Instead, he retreated to second base, cost him a run, and Corey just chastised him after. Just Corey says, we're making mistakes that we don't make as a team. I, I, and he, yeah. They're playing sloppy all over. Bobby Dahlback doesn't look like he belongs in the Little League uniform, <laughs> much less on a major league team. I mean, they got a guy in Tristan Cassis down in AAA who's hitting 270 with six Bring him up, Call right? him up. Bring him up. They brought up, they brought up Franchi Cordero as a Band-Aid. Oh, jeez. Franchi Cordero hit 143 last I year. I didn't realize Franchi Cordero was still in the minor league system of the Red Sox. Wow, that's interesting because he was supposed to be they the big, did, the big they, cheese, they, right? They, 
Yeah. They, they designated him for assignment, and okay. nobody picked him up, so he's still he's still oh, floundering okay. in the system. Oh, okay. And Andrew Benatendi leads the league in, in uh, batting average. I know. Right I now. watched that him trade, the other day. Trade's looking yeah, real good, isn't I it? I loved him. I watched him the other day. He really has his confidence, and he's he doesn't have a great arm, but boy, he can hit. He would have been perfect for Yankee Stadium. But yeah, I mean, I watched you know him play for Kansas City, and yeah, he's a terrific player. He can he can run. I I never could understand that they they just did not give him time to uh, recover from whatever was going on with him. Uh, you know, the year that he just went south. But I mean, he's he's a they, very they, talented they mess, player. They, yeah, they messed with his they messed with his mechanics. Of they you know, did. But like, like two years ago, they said, "All right, you need to hit more home right, runs." You they, had more home runs. Up. They, they had him elevate his swing. That messed him up. You know, he his for the year he was great. He hit 19 home runs, I believe, but he also hit like 40 doubles. Yep. And and played Gold Glove caliber defense. And what did he do last year? Oh yeah, he won the American League Gold Glove in left field. He's great trade. He's a he. Yeah, he's that was a bad move. He's he's very talented. And the Red Sox again, it's the same thing with Glaber Torres. Now I know the Yankees have been on a roll. I'm sure you're unhappy about that. <laughs> Um, well, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy for you because for once you can not just chastise them on the radio the whole time. You know, that's I'm a, happy well, for you. The Yankees. The Yankees look great. I mean, they really well, do. They need to be in the World Series this year. Let's face it. Look, the East isn't great. I mean, Toronto's okay. Tampa's not as good. Uh, we don't know how Boston. Look, it's May. Okay, I'm not going to judge. You know, things. I don't judge pennants in May. Okay, but let's be honest. I mean, the Angels are better. Okay, Chicago. We don't know what's going on with Chicago. But they're going to be good. Okay, Houston is Houston. But this is the year. You know, this is the year. I was listening to my buddy Lakata on the radio last. Last night, and uh, he's saying this is the year the Yankees should get in the World Series, and they should. This, you know, to me, it's get in the World Series. If you can't win it, that's fine, but at least need to get there. I, I really believe so. They need to get there this year. But uh, yeah, the pitching's been great, timely hitting, the defense has been good. I mean, you know, uh, kind of Falaf is hitting over uh, 300 right now, and uh, you know, Donaldson's not hitting great, but I mean, uh, Glaber contributing with two hits yesterday. Rizzo's been great. He's leading the league in home runs. I mean, well, we all knew Riz had COVID last year. We knew Riz. Hit 248. We knew Riz was going to have a better year, and I like the sign. He gives you a gold glove, you know. And and also, I mean, they've just been, you know, they've been staying healthy. Right now, they're healthy, and that's the thing. It's a matter about staying healthy. Stanton's not hitting great. He's in like 250 something, but a big hit last night, obviously, and and Glaber a big hit in the ninth. So. You know, I mean, we knew the Yankees from the beginning were going to have good pitching. We knew the bullpen was solid. It was just a matter of timely hitting, guys staying healthy. But, yeah, right now it's been fun. It's been a fun ride. I'm just going to enjoy it while, while, it's, you know, while it's happening now. Because, you know, every team's going to go through some slumps, ups and downs, pitching problems, injuries, you know, disabled list problems. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. But right now, yeah, I mean, they're just coasting, and I'm having fun enjoying the ride. So. And the Red Sox, you know, it's it's, it's under a microscope. I mean, it's, they're they're nine and fourteen. I mean, every team goes through a slump in the, in, at some point in the season. It just it just happens to be magnified because it's the first what twenty three Exa- games exact, of the year. Exactly. You know, and it's just it's it's now they're gonna they're gonna play nineteen of their next twenty eight games at home. I mean, the competition's not easy. The Angels are coming in tonight, but uh, Shohei is not going to pitch this series, which is a break for the Red Sox, right? Because he's. You know, he's going to hit, but he hurt his shoulder, so that's a break. But the White Sox are coming to town. I mean, it's, it, 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 the schedule isn't getting any easier. The Astros, right. I believe, they are coming to score, town. they got to score no. runs. That's all there is to it. they got to score. I, you know, I'm surprised at Kike Hernandez. So that's the thing that surprises me the most with his, his struggles right now. I think Kike, Kike started off slow last year, too. Uh, I think these guys are trying to, they're, they're, they're trying to do too much. To, you know, they're, they're pressing at the plate. I mean, Bogarts is hitting. He's tearing the cover off the ball. Yeah, he's you know, a great Devers, player. Devers, Devers is hitting okay. He chases too much. You know, he's, he's chasing so. And the Trevor story, like on uh, the game that went into extra innings on Saturday, 
uh, the, the stupid Ghost Runner, which I, I drives me out of my <laughs> I, mind. I hate it. You know all, that. All Trevor Story needed to do was was you know hit a ball to the right side of the infield, get a guy over to third base, sacrifice fly, and take the lead, and win that game. But instead, we get the Ghost Runner on in the bottom of the tenth, and our and our pitcher Salomora, you know, fields an easy ground ball right to him. He could have an easy put out to the doesn't set and he sails at 15 feet over the third baseman said the Orioles win the game. Ghost Runner. Ghost I Runner. It. I know. I, I don't like I it. it. You know me. I don't like the whole thing. I mean, I, it drives me crazy. And, and it's interesting because I was talking to a friend of mine last night about the shift. Now he's saying they're not going to get rid of the shift or they're going to take the shift and, and maybe just uh, change it slightly. I mean, I want the shift gone. I mean, I just want it completely gone. I can't stand it. And now they're saying, well, they might be able to just, you know, have people shifting, but you can't go on the outfield grass or whatever. I don't know how it's going to be amended and so forth, but I just want the shift gone completely. Uh, John, I, I, want the, I want, I want, I want, I want, I want the shift gone, and I want Rob Manfred gone. <laughs> so let's get rid of those two things. Can we get Rob? Well, I'll get, what do you want first, Rob Manfred or the shift? <laughs> <laughs> How about we shift Rob Manfred to another there, sport? Exactly. Man. There you go. Okay. Well, speaking of sports, I mean, there's nobody more of a clown to me than Roger Goodell. He's the biggest clown of all time, though. He is the ultimate clown. I mean, he really is. You know. Seriously, he should wear he should wear a shirt to every draft that says "Embrace the boo." Uh, yeah, <laughs> because he gets he gets booed every time he goes out. Boo! Then he starts you know, embracing everybody that comes out on stage. There, it's like he knows every guy and every draft pick. Here, give me a hug. I mean, what's going on speaking here? Speaking of the speaking of the draft, you got to be pretty happy with your Giants. Well, I am. I was going to just ask you right now. First of all, about the Patriots. Um, looking at their draft, first guy Cole Strange from Chattanooga, a guard. Then they take Taiwan Thornton, a running back uh, from Baylor. That was the Kansas City via uh, Miami trade. Round three, a guy wide, 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 the wide receiver. Yeah, Taekwon Thornton's a wide receiver from Baylor. Then the round three, they get a guy, Marcus Jones, a cornerback from Houston. Uh, funny, <laughs> round four, Jack Jones, a cornerback from Arizona State. I thought it was a guy from the Love Boat. Love, exciting and new. Anyway, that Jack Jones Jr. that was. And Jack Jones Sr. used to be a singer, too. Uh, anyway, so and then, um, let's see, round four, it's the 127th pick, a guy, Pierre Strong Jr. is a running back from South Dakota State. Round six, they get a kid, uh, Kevin Harris running back from Houston. Actually, from the Houston, it's from South Carolina. From it was for a trade that they did with the uh, with the Houston Texans. And then round six is another one from Houston. Chasen Hines, he's a guard from LSU. And then in round seven, Andrew Stuber is a guard from Michigan. So they did take a lot of offensive linemen, a cornerback, a couple cornerbacks, but a lot of guards and cornerbacks. I thought they would be taking you know maybe a few more defensive players, but uh, a couple there, some cornerbacks. Um, a couple cornerbacks, yeah, some guards. They didn't address. They didn't address the linebacker position, which really bothered me. Yeah, I, was, I thought they were going to take the kid. Buffalo, yeah. Buffalo exposed them at linebacker in the playoffs. I thought they would take the kid the from final, Utah. The final two games the Patriots played against Buffalo. This is the last regular season game, and then the playoff game. They didn't punt one time. What does that show you? New England has a slow, old defense, and they did nothing to address it. And I, you know, I like the strange pick. I, you know, the first round pick. I do. I think they reached. I think they reached for him big time. I also think they reached at the wide receiver in the second round. They not only did they reach, they traded up to get him. And a lot of guys like Mel Kiper on his draft board had him going in the fifth round. Yeah, I was. I was interested to you know in, in if they were going to actually trade up and so forth, but they 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 really didn't. I mean, they just. 
You know, I don't know about these guys, Chattanooga guard. I mean, you know, from Chattanooga, I have no idea. But, you know, Belichick knows what he's doing. He knows how to evaluate talent and especially knows how to get guys in the fourth round, fifth round, sixth round. That's the beauty of the Patriots. You know, they're there every year drafting, you know, uh, you know, last or down down in the in the draft. So, I mean, you know, they do their homework. I mean, they know that they have to do their homework because they're, they know they're not getting the second pick in the draft or the fourth pick in the draft. Like the Jets, I thought that tremendously. And the Giants, I'm very ecstatic about the Giants. The Giants got a kid. The Giants got a kid actually, who's um, I think with the I think it was the sixth round, and um, they got they got this kid uh, who's was supposedly going the third round. They got him in the sixth round. So I mean you know, but uh, I'm looking. I'm just looking at my draft board here. So, but the Jets did fantastic. I mean, Sauce at four, and then 26, Jermaine Johnson, who I had actually over Thibodeau, you know, in my mock thing, falls to 26. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you got to be the kidding Jets, me. The, the, the Jets drafted three Pro Bowl caliber starters in the first round. It was unbelievable. The Jets and the Giants cleaned up, and the Patriots did nothing. I can't, I can't honestly, after this draft, look at the Patriots and say, yeah, they got better. I don't, I don't, I can't see it. The one move that I'm the most excited about the Patriots made was an undrafted player they signed. This guy King, the quarterback from the University of Miami, right, right. said he's like a, he's a dual threat. They said they might use him as like a Julian Edelman type. You know, he's he's like I think he's like five foot eight. You know, I mean, they might use him as a slot receiver. That might have been their best their best pickup of the whole draft. And they didn't even draft him. They he wasn't drafted. They signed him. So. I'm more excited about him than anybody else. Yeah, I know. Well, like I said, when you finish in that situation where you're, you know, always picking down, you know, in the in the draft and so forth. I mean, you know, you never know what you can get. And like I said, yeah, I I I don't think they addressed the defense enough too. I I agree with you. They should have addressed the linebacking. They could have actually taken a defensive end or or, or, or you know a, a tackle or somebody to play on the line. But yeah, I agree. I agree. Their their linebackers are getting older, and they definitely need to uh, get better on the defensive side of the ball, especially against the run. I, I totally agree with you. Four one three four four five five nine four three number to call. Here, Sean Cronin, Robbie Zucker. Sean will be back next week across the side of the other side of the glass. Will be nice. So yeah, I think we're gonna have the Moose Man on next week. So I've been texting back and forth with Moose. So hopefully. We'll have him on next Tuesday. So I, I talked to him on his show on uh, Sunday, which I always look forward to. So I had a chance to speak with him on Sunday. So hopefully he'll be on on Tuesday. So uh, I said to him, I said, Moose, are you psyched for Tuesday? He's like, he thought it was the show. I said, well, that's nice, but I'm psyched tonight for the Rangers. So I got to ask you about the Bruins. Did you watch the Bruins last night? I did not watch the Bruins last night, no. Okay. I, as, you, as you know, I'm not Mr. Hockey. Ah, uh, dude, hockey. there's nothing like playoff hockey. I, I don't understand. Why don't you like hockey? Tell me. I don't get it. P- please explain. Please explain I, I, why I, you don't I, like I, the sport. I feel like I get vertigo when I watch it. I'm going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. My head just feels like it's going 360 spins. Well, then get I can't a better I have a beautiful 50-inch Samsung. Well, but there's nothing like the there's nothing like the right. NHL playoffs. It's the best. It's the hardest championship to win. You got to win four rounds of seven. There's nothing. There's nothing more difficult and more beautiful than Lord Stanley's Cup, the oldest trophy in professional sports. The you know, Lord Stanley of I'd, 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 I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather watch golf. Oh, dude, you're 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 losing it, man. There's nothing better than the Stanley Cup playoffs. You're, you you got to follow this. You think I want to be tormented with the NBA? I watched I watched Golden State too, and I watched uh, watched the Grizzlies screw the end of that game up too. And Draymond Green's a clown. I'm sorry, I can't stand Draymond Green. Please, I can't take it. I'd, I'd rather I'd rather watch I'd rather watch Bob Ross paint pictures than watch hockey. Why? Why? Yeah, I just don't. I, it's I don't physical. care for hockey. I just, Dude, you got you got to sit down and watch a playoff game with me, a Stanley Cup playoff game. Seriously, you really need to. It's the best. It's the best. 
It's the best. There's all right. It's the all best. right. Well, maybe this week, maybe maybe next week when I'm back, we'll you watch. You, you, need to, actually, to, you know what you need to do? You can try do. to convince me to watch hockey. You, you, yeah, maybe. you need to do this. this maybe this, not. You need to go, dude. You need to go to a Stanley Cup playoff game at TD Bank Garden. I mean, it's physical. It's fast. It's skilled. There's nothing like it, man. It's 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 basketball on skates, and it's and it's faster than basketball. I mean. I mean, to me, there's nothing like the NHL playoffs. It's the best. It really is. So I, I heard there's a new. I heard there's a new season of Downton Abbey coming on this week too. I'd rather watch than hockey. That, you know that oh, British, man. boring British show. You know, just, Dude, I don't, just I don't, my I don't sarcasm it, I don't get it, man. You got a, a, a team in Boston that's been a Stanley Cup contender for years. Every year they put a good team on. It's not like they're a bad team, the Bruins. I mean, they went through around 20 plus seasons of making the playoffs. And then for a couple of years they didn't. Then they won the Stanley Cup, and they've been a contender every year, and they lost the Cup to St. Louis, and they lost the Cup to Chicago. I mean, this has been a good team every year. My Rangers, this is the first time in five years they're, they're going to host a playoff game at MSG, so I'm excited about it, you know? So, anyway, well, the man. Next Bruins, the, next, the next Bruins game I watch this year will be the first Bruins game I watch this year, so that's all. What? What'd you say? <laughs> I said the next Bruins game I watch this year will be the first. The first Bruins game I watch will be the. You know well, what I'm trying well, better, to say. Well, you better. I don't watch. I don't watch hockey. Uh, you got. You got to. Well, you got to follow it. You think I like the NBA? I want to follow the NBA so I can do sports here. <laughs> you know. Well, you know. I, think I love well, you, watching you, you, the NBA. Well, you're the hockey. You're, you're the local hockey guy. Then you can That's talk right. all the hockey you want. You're Absolutely. Just not gonna get much of a response from me. That's all. I'm just saying. You got okay. I'm just saying. Watch. It's. It's about the Stanley Cup playoffs. Is the best man. I mean, it really is. It, it really, there's nothing like it. I mean, it's just, it's so much fun, and it's just, it's not, it's, it's just intense. I mean, the game, the intensity of the games are, are just amazing. It's the most intense sport when it's in playoff mode. It really is. So tonight, how long are they letting you? How, how long are they letting you stay on the radio for today? <laughs> I was going to take I'm a break at the top it. of the hour, but I mean, you know, whatever. If you want to, if you want to talk to me a little bit more about, uh, you know, we, we didn't get much into into the uh, what should we call it. Uh, you know, into into football as much, but we we didn't talk much about the uh, about the uh, about the Mets. Actually, the Mets are playing really well right now. So uh, they, they lost last night to Atlanta. It's amazing how Atlanta always comes into uh, City Field and uh, takes care of the Mets, and that's a big win for the Atlanta Braves last night, who are actually under five hundred right now. But they got everybody healthy and back. And uh, you know, a lot of guys get a lot of guys getting hit by pitches this year. Yeah, Buck Showalter just served a suspension, the one game suspension. Yeah, I saw for that. that. I saw that. Yeah, so I mean, that's it's so ridiculous. Guys throwing side, and everybody goes ooh. I mean, I watched guys throwing side when I was a kid all the time. It was part of the game. Part of the game was backing guys off the plate. It's like absolutely so ridiculous. So, but anyway, when are you coming home? By the way. Uh, we're leaving Thursday. I'll be back Saturday, so I'll be on the other side of the glass with you Tuesday. You got it, brother. All right, man. I'm gonna go to a break. Right, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna let you go and uh, you know take your call. Take I'll listen to the rest of your show on the air. Hopefully Ralphie calls in. Have a good yeah, rest of show gonna, and yeah. uh, don't catch yourself on fire. All right. All right. <laughs> Watch the NHL playoffs, man. It's awesome. Seriously, it's 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 the hardest championship to win by far, no doubt about it. So. Well, uh, I'm going to a concert tonight. Down oh yeah. Here what, in what, what are you doing? What, 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 who are you seeing? Band Shine Down. So I won't be watching Shine Down, one of my favorite bands. Nice. So. I'm not familiar with them. Send yep. me send me send me a video or something on YouTube or something. All right. Will do, brother. Have all a good right, rest of your show. Right. Love you, man. Talk to you later, all right? Okay. Okay, pal. Yep, you got thanks. it. Okay. That's my my broadcast partner in crime there, Mr. Sean Cronin, down South Carolina, 1101 right here, a little late here on WTBR Sports Talk 89.7 FM. So nice to be back in the building with everything here. I uh, just want to let you know the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, 
built a new studio and transmitter and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Wonder what happened to those great local PCTV channels? Did you lose them? No worries, they're still there. Go to cable channels 1301, 1302, and 1303 to watch the best local content on television. News and information, sports and entertainment, city council, school committee, July 4th parade. It's all there waiting for you. Pittsfield Community Television. For over 30 years, we are still your local television. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock on Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music I've ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Klein, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Sweet Country Music. Mexicans, Bigfoot, Koreans, yep. Garbage Pail Kids. We got something for just about everybody. WTBR Sports Talk right here on 89.7 FM WTBR. Robbie Zucker with you. Sean Cronin joining me for a little while there, and he'll be back at his regular spot behind the other side of the glass. It looks so empty here. 413-445-5943, the number to call. 413-445-5943. 